Welcome to the Potter's Word with Prophet Alex Armstrong. It is our fervent prayer that as you listen, your life will be transformed and you will experience the incredible power of God. And now for today's message. This very moment is a moment of divine encounter with divinity. It's a time to connect your spirit, your soul to the creator. The Bible said it's a fool that says there is no God. Because deep down in every human being carries a certain level of instinct that there is a supreme being. That there is something unseen that we are connected to. And this has led a lot of people to even bow to stones as they are God. It has led to many people to worship trees and to worship animals because of that instinct in humanity that there is something beyond the physical that we are connected to. And this morning, I want to share with you that which your instinct is demanding for or is calling for. When God created us, he intentionally placed that instinct in our spirit that no matter how fulfilled you are, inside you, you feel unfulfilled. I have encountered a lot of successful people that have everything, but yet inside them, they feel so unfulfilled. It's simply because they have not been able to connect their spirit, their soul to the maker. And to know and to understand the reason why we are connected to Jesus. And let me tell you reason why we are attracted to Jesus. The reason people have tried to kill and to destroy the faith we have in Jesus in many centuries, they never succeeded. Adolf Hitler tried, he never succeeded. There has been a lot of powerful people who, for no reason, tried to destroy Christianity that couldn't get to the end of their intentions. They have tried many times to burn the Bible and wipe Christianity from the surface of the earth. That didn't work because there is a battle in the unseen world between God and the devil. This battle goes beyond human understanding and I want you to know that the battle that is going on around humanity and even on earth goes beyond the level of understanding, human understanding. And I want to prove to you. Our attraction to Jesus is because of who he is. And them that are writing in their homes, I want you to connect your friends, your families. Our attraction to Jesus is because of who he is. If he were not truly the son of God and all that the Bible says he claimed to be, then he could never be the foundation of faith for the millions of people. 
It's so amazing that wherever the name of the Lord is mentioned, you see millions of people responding. Many religious beliefs and many faith, many powerful deities have showed up to be worshipped. But yet, today, they are nowhere to be found. Some call themselves prophets, some call themselves God. But yet, today, they are nowhere to be found. In John chapter 20, verse 30, he said, And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which were not written in this book. Even some of the powerful things that they saw him performing, they couldn't write it. Because in the time of Jesus, the disciples have been doctrinated with the laws of Moses. And it was a culture that they were living with. They knew God in a certain way. So for him to come in a, the promise or the prophecy was for a deliverer to come and deliver them. Because they were into captivity at that time. There were Roman empires and other powerful Babylonians and all that. So Israel had been under bondage for a very long time. And they were praying for a deliverance. So they thought that the deliverer that was prophesied by Isaiah was going to come with a lot of weapons. With a lot of physical abilities. Until Jesus, when Jesus came, he came like, that's what the Bible said, and Jesus came like a lamp. And they couldn't take it. So how Jesus showed up in the midst of them as their deliverer and savior, they couldn't believe it and they couldn't take it. Hallelujah. Now I want to show you why Jesus is the true God and the one we must depend upon at this very moment and at this very difficult time. We may be praying against coronavirus. We may be praying against whatever situation we are going through. But I want you to know that the world is not stopping. The world is coming to an end. I want you to know that we are not the first human beings that have come to live on earth. Millions of millions of years, human beings have come and gone. And the world has come to an end over and over. We are not the first and we will be wiped out one day. And I want you to know that the only generation that experienced the grace or the salvation of God himself, hallelujah, is the generation we are finding ourselves in. This is the proof and the reason I must at all costs trust him to the end. Let me show you a beautiful scripture that shook my whole being. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 19, if I can only quote this scripture to understand, it's enough for me to close. Amen. For it pleased the Father that in him, all the fullness, all the fullness. Maybe you will ask, what are the fullness? What is the Bible talking about? It pleased the Father that all, all the fullness of his glory, all the fullness of the earth, the power, the authority should dwell in him. In Jesus, verse 2 to 9, says that for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Means that when Jesus showed up physically on earth, God was in him. The Holy Ghost was in him. 
Oh, are you here with me? The son that we don't understand was in him. So Jesus is just a body, a container, carrying the divinity, the deity, the God himself was in him. His power was in him. His glory was in him. His throne was in him. So Jesus on earth was a carrier of God himself. His glory and his throne was in him. This is the reason why I am so much attracted to the name Jesus. Because when you accept him, when you received him, you received the Godhead. You receive his glory. You receive his power. You receive his authority. So when you accept Jesus, this body of yours, this body of yours is limited to death. This body of yours is subject to sicknesses. This body of yours is subject to so many weaknesses. But when you accept Jesus, Jesus comes to dwell in the body of your soul. So Jesus himself said, do not be afraid of the one that can destroy the body, but cannot touch the soul. Because your soul then becomes the carrier of Godhead. So when you have Jesus in your spirit, whatever that is happening, including these whole viruses and challenges that we are going through today, I want you to know that God is with you. You are a carrier of the Godhead. You are a carrier. So when the body of Jesus was taken away from earth, now we became the body of the Godhead. So when you accept Jesus, divinely you have accepted the fullness of God in your spirit. So Jesus was, when he was on earth, was the fullness of God. All the fullness of God was in him. That is one proof. The second thing I want to talk to you about, Jesus is all-knowing God. At this very time, I want you listening to me listening to me and listening to me carefully at this very moment at this difficult moment the only hope we have is jesus the only hope we have is who jesus the only hope we have is who i, I, I want you to confess it wherever you are listening to me the only hope we have is who jesus is jesus all the leaders of the earth have come together all the leaders of the earth have come together because of one plague. And trust me, people keep dying. People keep being infected. It's because nobody can save the world. We thought scientists is all in all. We thought, thank God for science. Thank God for knowledge. But knowledge cannot save us because why? The battle that we are experiencing these days or whatever that we are going to do goes beyond the physical abilities. Thank God for doctors. Thank God for nurses. Thank God. A young lady wake up in America. She hadn't gone to anywhere. She had not got herself in contact with anybody. And she was feeling feverish and flu started coming out of, you know. And then she was rushed to the hospital and they tested her and she was positive. The question is, how did that young lady got contacted with this virus? It's a mystery. This whole thing going on, it's a whole mystery. And you need Jesus at this very moment. 
The Bible said it's appointed unto, unto man wants to die. Are we not dying? Wants to die and after death and you must. So Jesus is all knowing, all knowledge is fulfilled in him. All knowledge, all science, all psychological and technicalities must end in him. Matthew chapter 9 verse 4. He said, but Jesus, knowing they are taught, knowing they are taught, said, why do you think evil in your heart? And this is exactly what happened. During the time they were telling the story of him. You know, some of the writings of Josephus. Josephus were the powerful historians in that time. Josephus was a, was a Jewish historian of the middle and the end of the first century. That refer to Jesus in his writings and reports that Jesus is the only wise man and a doer of marvelous deeds. But he wrote a lot of negative things about Jesus. But he ended means that Jesus indeed existed in history because they were like reporters today. So one cannot lie, Josephus referred to Jesus as a wise man and a doer of marvelous deeds. As a doer. Reason why I am attracted to that name Jesus. The second person that wrote about Jesus, the sisters of Jesus was Julius Africanus, quoted, quoted. He said, we are very familiar with the works of Jesus and we don't know whether he is God or whether he is the promise we should expect. And he himself kept confusing his report that he was giving out and his writings. And then he concluded, I am aware and I am familiar with the darkness that came over the earth at the time Jesus was crucified. <laughs> he was just a reporter reporting an event and what is going on. So if Jesus never existed, you will never have reporters reporting of him. The third person that spoke about the existence of Christ was Pliny. Pliny was the younger governor of Britannia around AD 112. He wrote to Caesar Trajan and said, concerning the problem of Christians in his province, that there is this group of people that no matter what you do to them, if you like, kill them, they will still not deny the name of Jesus. Wow. He wrote to Caesar and said, there are a group of people that they will never give up. I pray that you listening to me, you are not going to lose hope. You are not giving up upon the name of Jesus. Many were tormented. Many were crucified upside down, but yet they will never give up on their faith. Shout, I am attracted to Jesus because of who he is. They cannot give up at this very time. People are losing faith. Listen to me. We are of them that never give up. Jesus is our total anchor. Jesus is our total anchor. Marabah, in a letter to his son, referred to the Jewish execution of the Achaean. He referred to Jesus, Tacitus, who was born in between 52 and 54 AD, referred to Christus, which is Christ, who suffered the penalty of death 
during the reign of Tiberius. So these are the reporters keep writing and writing and writing and reporting about Jesus. Many ancient documents mention the existence of Jesus. He is eternal. The next one, Jesus is eternal in existence. Let's look at his personalities, who Jesus is. In Romans chapter 9, verse 5, he said, Of whom are the fathers, and from whom, according to the flesh, Christ came, who is over all the eternal blessed God. Hallelujah. Eternal blessed God. Of whom are the fathers, and from whom, according to the flesh, Christ came according to the flesh. Christ came according to us. Christ Jesus came according to us. Christ came who is over all the eternal blessed God. Who is over all eternal what? Blessed God. I see you activating your Jesus again. No, you are not here. I said, I see you activating your Jesus again. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 8 says that I am the Alpha. I am the Alpha. He is the only God. He is the only prophet, only deity who pointed to himself. All the other deities, listen to me, all the other deities talk about other things. But he pointed to himself. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, saith the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come? Who was and is? He is. And he's about to come. The Almighty. The Almighty. My brother, my sister, I want you to know that Jesus is God. All the challenges that we are going to do is just a preparation of his coming. Hallelujah. It's just a preparation of the King of Kings. Antichrist, I believe, is already here on earth. And all this crisis that we are going to do is going to prepare the coming of my Lord Jesus. Are you here with me? Oh, receive the anointing of Christ. Receive the anointing of Christ. Them that are writing, write this. Jesus has the universal authority. Do you know why? Because all things were made through him. Oh, oh. Everything you see were made through him. And he said, I am the only one who has a right to make a universal play to all men to come to him, Jesus. So he said, come to me, all ye that are heavy words, lady, and I will what? Give you rest. None of the religious bodies and, the, and, and so whatever couldn't say what Jesus said. May Jesus give you rest right now. May my God give you rest right now. The second thing, all the religions that are invented by a man are humanistic in that they focus on the emotional or spiritual power of man. So more often when they are talking, they play around human emotions. Let's carry everything to uh, this. Uh, let's carry everything to that. That is human way. That is a way of knowing God, of serving God. That is not true. And the other thing is that they tell you that there is some energy in you that you must connect it to the universe. Or there is a universal power that you must connect your energy to. 
So anytime the universe turns and anytime the universe and they have all kinds of big ingredients to qualify it. When it's turned and you connect your energy to, you are able to access all the time. They say things that will make you feel that you are God yourself. But I want you to know, them that are saying that if you can connect your energy, listen to me. There is no energy that is so powerful beyond the power of Christ Jesus. Christianity focuses on him and not on man. Two, sometimes they even focus on the physical power of man to conquer. True or false? There is difference between being religious and being Christian. All Christians are religious. But not all religious people are Christians. One is a Christian because of his identity that is found in the New Testament. If one does not identify himself as a Christian by the word of God, then he is simply a religious person who is trusting in his own feelings and religious heritage or traditions. So your faith must be connected and identified through the word of God. And through the word of God. I want to tell you, Jesus said, he is the only way, the truth and the life. John chapter 14 verse 6. This is the reason why I am connected and attracted to the name Jesus. So when they ask you, why do you believe God so much? Tell him that he is all powerful and unique God. He's all powerful. In John chapter 14 verse 6, says Jesus said to him, I am the way. <laughs> That's a very heavy statement. I am the way. So if you are looking for a way out, a way out, Jesus is the way. A way to your divine fulfillment. Jesus is the way. I am the way. Because each one of us are looking for a way out. You are either looking for a way out or a way in. <laughs> because at this very moment, some men are looking for a way out of their marriage. So women are looking for a way out of their marriage. A way out of their miseries, troubles. We are all looking for a way out. The world is looking for a way out of this coronavirus. I came to tell you that there is hope only in Jesus and not in the universe and not in any energy. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Everybody is praying for life today. Listen to me. But my God died and resurrected. And there is a proof to that. Josephus, Josephus couldn't deny it. Even though they didn't like him. If God will not intervene, everything is coming to an end. Things are folding up. We need Jesus. We need Jesus. The hope is in him only. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one! Listen to me. He said, no one! <laughs> All the other religious heads couldn't make same confessions. He said, no one comes to the Father except through me. Listen to me, I don't care who, whoever you believe in. You can believe in Oprah Winfrey. You can believe in JC. You can believe in Bill Gates. You can believe in all these guys and all the names. Maybe I have mentioned. There are more names to be mentioned. 
You can believe in them. But I want you to know that they don't have the life. I want you to know that they don't have the way. I want you to know that they are not the truth. The world keeps seeking the truth. Seek speaking the truth. I like Honorable Kennedy Japan. Anytime he's speaking, he says, I, I will speak the truth till I die. I keep praying for that man that one day God will make him a pastor himself. Since he wants to speak the truth, the truth is Jesus. And I pray that one day, Honorable Kennedy Japan will wake up and say, the Lord visited me one day. The Lord visited me in my dream and he has instructed me to preach the gospel. I am praying for Honorable Kennedy Japan. Listen, wherever he is, I pray for him. That God will bless him with long life and reveal himself to him. And reveal himself to him. When Paul felt that you know, all those that were preaching were false preachers. God went to him. Jesus visited him and said, I am, I am Jesus, I am. And then he said to him, it is hard. So it is hard to kick against. <laughs> he is the rock. And I pray that somebody like Honorable Kennedy Japan will wake up one day and preach the truth. He said, I, Kennedy Japan, will speak the truth till I die. And the truth is Jesus. And I pray for him that we need men like that. We need men like that who will carry the gospel and preach it and preach it. There is one billionaire in Nigeria who carries the Bible and preach in marketplaces. And I pray that that zeal, that calling will come upon Honorable Kennedy Japan one day. I love that man to speak the truth. And the truth is not about people's secret matters. It's about Jesus whom was crucified and resurrected on the third day. That is the difference. The truth is Christ. Many of us are longing and crying for the truth. Listen, Jesus. Sometimes when he's quoting scriptures, I look at him and smile. That means that he is not an unbeliever. He knows that Jesus is God. He knows that Jesus is the way and he's the truth. And my prayer is that one day all of us will carry the name of the Lord on our shoulders, in our mouth prophetically and preach him. Hallelujah. He said, I am the way. John 14 verse 6. And then he said, and Jesus, he pleaded. He called everyone to come to him. In Matthew chapter 11 verse 28, Jesus was calling everyone, 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 whether you were a guy, you are an Asante, you were a Fanti, whatever tribe you may find yourself, whatever language you may find yourself, he said, come to me, all you who labor are heavy laden, and I will give you what? Rest! I'll give you rest. Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Look, a lot of faith came and have came and is gone forever. A lot of faith are still coming. We have so many deities on the surface of the earth. Some of them, unless you go into history, you will never, you will never identify their existence. We read them, but they don't exist. Jesus himself said, we must believe in him. In John chapter 8 verse 24. Jesus, I am not even the one telling you that believe in something that I have experienced. But he's telling you that believe in me. He said, therefore I say to you, 
that you would die in your sins. Therefore, I say to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe, if you do not believe that I am he, Kalamatoshes. So if anyone asks you, even Jesus himself did not say, he is the Lord. Quote this scripture, John chapter 8, verse 24. You will die in your sins if you do not believe that I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you will not believe, listen to me, some of us are scared, scared of coronavirus, but we are not scared of the second coming of Christ. Some of us are still not scared where you will be after death. We are not scared. <laughs> some of us are not scared, but I beg of you, my sister, I love you so much with the love of God. Please activate your faith. Some of us have backslided because of the wrongdoings and wrong hearing of pastors and pastors. Listen to me. And all the pastors are this, and all the pastors are thieves, and all the pastors are that. All the, listen, that is the way of the devil. Let me tell you, the devil will always downplay the works of God because he himself want to be seen, want to be accepted as God. For that matter, he keep destroying, of course. More often we go with what we know about people. Hey, man, sir, won't Hey! Justice, hey, Jai Kukua. Now, when him say, sir, Kukua, you're justice, Drew. Now, I didn't have to take, I take, I So, by the time she leaves Adwe's place, oh, Adwe, now when you gender with her, Adwe, and David, what last lima, and they are able to remember what you wear for a wedding party. Four months ago, when we saw Asomadia, no, I was share, you know, that earring you wear, that dress you wear. So, Uber to me, dear mommy, not me, dear come, a party be a bar. People, before they come to you and borrow, they come with people's stories. They have a way of making you believe in something so they can ask you whatever they came for. So, all what the devil is doing is to stir the heart of men. To go hard against preachers. To go hard against the things of God. I want you to know that every pastor is a human being. You were a thief. So was the pastor. You have changed. The pastor too has changed. But sometimes you're still small. So there is that instinct in the pastor to steal also sometimes. The feeling you have. Every pastor has the same feeling. There is no pastor that was called holy. Every pastor have been ninja, have been scorpion, have been mafia, have been ancient komata. If you don't understand, call one of the potter's family members. They will explain to you. I want you also to know that when we are talking about bodies, you only find it in pastors. But by the grace of God, God has made them the mouthpiece to preach the gospel. They don't own the gospel. They are just the mouthpiece of the gospel. So when you hear a story of a pastor, don't be too hard 
and don't be too judgmental. Rather, our responsibility as believers are those who believe in the name of the Lord to pray for them. To pray for them. The same feeling, the same desire you have, whatever that you are battling with, a lot of pastors are battling with the same thing. So I want you to know that pastors are just a human beings as well. They have their own shortcomings. Today, I was so tired and so confused coming, coming to even talk to you. Because within me, I'm also tired. But what keeps us going, what keeps us believing, is Jesus. It's Jesus. God is in us. So the more we get tired, the more he wakes us up. I may not finish my message, not that I am short of message. But it's my time that is up. I am trusting God to come your way at the same time to encourage you. Wherever I may be, I want you to know that Jesus is with you. People keep talking about pastors. What are the pastors? What are the pastors doing for members and pastors doing for? What can a pastor do? I saw a pastor sharing rice and oil. And all the areas that he's going is where the rich people are. If you want to feed the poor, Jesus said, poor, poor people will always be with you. Come and let me show you where the real poor people are. The hypocrisy is becoming too much. What can a pastor do? My brother, my sister listening to me. Some of us that keep lambasting pastors. They are taking off, you know, they are taking off, you know, they are taking title. How many, how much is the offering and tithe? Look, some of us keep judging pastors based on one or two pastors that are fronting cars and houses and, you know, and whatever. Now ask yourself, are they truly men of God? If they are, then they have deviated the purpose of the finances that are coming into. A lot of pastors are laying down their lives seriously. Let me tell you, I know a pastor who pastors thousands and thousands congregation. He complained to me last month and I was shocked. I said, hey, Papa. If you are saying what you are saying, then what about me? He said, the expenses, the things that we are doing in villages. And I said, Papa, why are you guys not putting it on the screen for people that think that you guys are not doing anything to see what you are doing? And then he said one thing that moved me. He said, who are we pleasing? Is it man or God? He said, Alex, please God and forget about what people are saying. I want you to know that if you take pastors out of equation, there will be chaos. There will be more dangerous stuff. A lot of pastors are giving their life for things that many of you have no idea. They are just a mouthpiece of the gospel. Don't kill them. Don't destroy them. They have their own shortcomings. Let's pray for them. At this very moment, they need your love. They need your concern. As they come to you, them that are sharing food, praise God. Them that are sharing the word of God, praise God. Them that are praying for you, praise God. But don't sit on social media lambasting them, insulting them, condemning them as if pastors are not human beings also. 
as if pastors are so useless and dumb what shall he profit a man to have all this world and everything therein and loses the soul let us come together and fight this virus let us come together as human trusting the name of the Lord because we will leave all that we are fighting for here on earth before I end <laughs> my message with you it's quite interesting that I visited my mother when I visited her after I left her I wept bitterly in my car the reason was very simple I knew my mother when she was on her feet and she was so attractive full of life so strong mentally emotionally even when I visited me said Alice do the work of God with the fear of God and not what others are doing and I said Ma, how did you know because she's not somebody who watches TV and you know, I, she's not somebody who even schooled she kept warning me and, and then let me say this and let me get out of your way I wept because when I got there I saw my mother sitting there and not doing anything not that she would not love to do anything but she's old she's old and she can't do much for herself she wake up in the morning they feed her and she goes to sleep wakes up eat and sleep eat wake up sleep eat wake up sleep. all her siblings have died everybody is gone around her and she's just there she's just there waiting on the day she will die and i looked at my mother and i remembered when she was active she could go anywhere she could challenge herself on everything i have visited a big man's house and when i got there she was lying there like something he has everything they dry him when the sun rises and when the sun goes down they carry him back to go and sleep waiting for death to come I want you to know that everything is vanity, my sister. Whoever you are fighting and insulting is vanity. Have Jesus. He has the eternal life. Now and forevermore. Activate Jesus. Build your hope around Jesus. Look for your Bible. Look for inspirational books and stay positive and stay connected God bless you as I come your way this evening command your week stay strong stay alive Jesus loves you I love you your nation loves you your family loves you in Jesus name Amen if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. For your love. 
for your love your mercies your mercies over all my weaknesses over all my weaknesses i have sinned against you i have sinned against you. i'm a sinner i'm a sinner and i pray and i pray and i pray and i pray that this day that this day you will receive me you will receive me you will accept me you will accept me as your son as your son as your daughter as your daughter at this day come to you at this day come to you asking you asking you to have me to have me as your son as your son and as your daughter and as your daughter i this day accept you also and this day accept you as also. my lord as my lord and savior and savior help me help me to serve you to serve you for the rest of my life, the rest of my life. keep me keep me in the book of life in the book of life and henceforth and henceforth i pray i pray that you will prompt me that you prompt me. you will help me help me to know you in all my ways in all my ways and to respect and to respect thy word thy word and to love you and to love you with the love with the love that you shed on the cross shed on the cross thank you father thank you father in jesus name in jesus name amen amen as you made this confession with me i just want you to believe just believe that you are born again and you are a child of god god bless you god bless you i love you very much and this evening, we are going to pray and command the weak to our favor. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Potter's Word with Prophet Alex Armstrong. We trust that destinies have been realigned, chains and strongholds broken, and lives restored. Do join us again right here this same time next week. For further inquiries, please call us on 024-395-6070. Join us this and every Sunday morning for our Dominion services at 7 a.m. and 9.15 a.m. And especially join us for our interdenominational Commander Week service every Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Locate Potter's Family Chapel at Dansuman Last Stop, opposite the Karikari Grove Park. God bless you.